Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We are so glad to be back with you today as we continue into our book, Developing the Leader with a New 2.0 from John Maxwell. And right now we are into the chapter about problem solving. And today we are getting to the last part of the chapter. We won't be able to cover it fully. We will probably finish next week. But what we have looked so far into that chapter is actually when you, like as a, a leader, you face some problem, you discover a lot about yourself because this is when you are facing adversity that you are really able to discover what is truly your character and also uh, what it can uh, indicate you, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses that you have to work on. But as it is true for you that you discover about yourself uh, when you are facing adversity and you're having like problem to solve, when you have people from your team and here in an MLM, when we are building one, when we are getting to a position of leadership, we can discover a lot also about our people. So yesterday, this is what we have covered, how uh, how problems can help us understand what type of people we are we are having in our team. Are we having people that are making problems uh, worse than what they really are? Are we having pro uh, people that are becoming problem magnet? Do we have like people that give up in the face of problem? Or do we have people that are actually using problem as a stepping stone? So in all of that journey, okay, we cannot save everybody, but actually somebody that wants to be helped, that wants to learn something and become a better version of themselves, we can help them and give them some training so they can change their attitude when they are facing problems. And today we are getting to the last part that it's about opportunities, how when we face opportunities, it tells us a lot about what can, what, what is actually the benediction into a problem. So for that, I'm going to let the microphone to Sylvain. Hi everyone. We are excited. So today we're going to talk about the people introduce us to opportunity. Yes. So when you and I are facing problems um, and when we look at problems, okay, so we are we going to look at, uh, pro are we going to be problem focused or are we going to be opportunity focused? Because opportunity and problems are working side by side. In every problems, you have an opportunity, but you have to have your eyes wide open to see that opportunity. So this is what we are going to talk about uh, today. So when you have a problem, there is a problem process. First of all, you have to embrace the problem. You have to say, oh my God, problem, I love you. You're so good to me. You're going to make me grow. You're going to make me evolve. This is thanks to you. I'm going to be a better version of myself. Yes. Um, so I, just uh, I, I love that uh, story. Uh, I was a teacher and in my um, in my first internship, there was uh, that young lady and she had like a bad attitude. And for me, that's, 
or repile me. So I, I don't like a, a bad attitude. So I was working with her, but it was tough. Okay. My first year as a teacher, guess what? The same, um, not the same girl, but the same um, behavior from another uh, young student. Okay. And the next year, the same. So one day I said, you know what? I have to overcome that kind of, um, uh, I have to deal with those kind of com uh, behavior. So when you have a bad attitude and this is going to help me to reach my next level. So as you know, so when you don't uh, solve the problem, you're going to have always the same problem. Okay. So you have to learn how to deal with it to go for your next level. Okay. So first of all, you have to embrace the problem. Number two, there is always an answer. Okay. So if you believe there will be an answer, you're going to find an answer. But if you um, say, no, there's no answer, guess what? <laughs> you're right. Okay. So depending on how you are going to react, it's always, you always have reason. Okay. And when you have a, a problem, you don't um, allow that problem to buffalo you. Don't allow it to um, get the psychological edge on you and say, oh my God, there's a problem. It's going to be difficult. Oh my God, when I'm going to survive. Okay. No, no. You are going to find an answer if you believe so. Okay. So when problem it's not a dead end okay there's always something good in it okay and when you're going to find an answer you're gonna find the opportunity yes so number three it's opportunity so i have uh, uh, two stories to to tell you i love to tell story okay so when i was uh, a teacher living paycheck to paycheck okay uh, i was my um, Michelle was earning more money than me. Okay, so he was, let's say, earning one hundred thousand. I was earning forty-five thousand. We just bought a house, and I was living paycheck to paycheck. And he is having fun because he can travel, but I cannot go with him. So one day he say, "Okay, goodbye. I'm going to China for three weeks." Okay, I say, yeah, "All right, thank you." And you know what? So I was looking for ways to make money. Okay, so I start to do tutorship, but I, I didn't like it because it was the same I was doing a, a, at school. Okay, I think about being principal. So I was looking for ways to earn more money. And then Tupperware was the opportunity for me. And I saw the opportunity because I had my eyes wide open. I had a problem. I, try, and I was trying to find answer. And then, boom, this is the opportunity. And you see it and you say, oh, that's for me. And uh, I decide to take that opportunity and look at, uh, at, at it 17 years uh, later. Number two, um, in September, October, we uh, were looking for houses. And there were a few houses on the market. And we just find that there's an open house in up north in the Prévost here. So I, I said to Michelle, okay, we're going to go visit that house. It's uh, at 3 p.m. We're going to go there. And I say, okay, we, we have to leave now. So 
while we were in the, the car, my sister called the uh, realtor and she said, okay, my brother is going uh, to visit your, your house. It's an open house. And he said, no, you need to be there with us, with uh, your brother. But usually an open house, it's everyone is welcome to visit the house. And that was the first time that I heard that. So I said, oh my God, what's the, what the heck? <laughs> so we decided we're going to go anyways and we are going at 3 p.m so now it was two and we have nothing to do so we say okay we're gonna go to another open house in saint jerome so we visit that house and that house lead us to that neighborhood where we discover our new house so in a problem we find ways to answer the uh, problem okay and then opportunity shows up <laughs> So this is why I love it. All right. So uh, as you know, Albert Einstein said that in the middle of difficulties lies opportunities. All problems lead to opportunity. So we have to have the eyes wide open to see them. And the leader are the best. The best leader are the best problem solver. All right. So we are going to cover uh, how do we look at problem to the lens of opportunity okay so number one yeah yeah so you have to begin to do uh, you are going to look at uh, uh, opportunity in through the lens um, by beginning to doing those eight things so today we're going to cover only three okay so we're going to start with number one, recognize a potential problem before it becomes a real problem. So great leaders are good to anticipate the problem. As a boxer, as you know, a boxer always have to be aware of the next, um, the next uh, punch because that next punch can knock them and call, okay? So they always have to think, oh, okay, I have to be defensive. I have to think about it. So they anticipate problems. So they are looking for sign and indication there is a potential problems. So this is the, the, the job of the leader. So Jean-Philippe, I know you have an example to share with us. Yes, and actually I'm going to use also uh, my example when we have decided to move from like to our new home. So that could be a potential problem coming because I didn't remember and also because now I'm more interested into real estate that moving is something that costs you kind of a lot of money okay <laughs> so there is a lot of thing that you need to uh like to think so there was the notary the inspection the down payment the moving company the welcome taxes that you really need to think of and also like when we visit that home and we see like the backyard we see that we needed a fence so all of those things okay are uh element that i have to think before so when we took officially our decision like in december november december uh, of 2022 okay we have decided to move so we need to have a look about what will be the money we need to like be sure that we don't have to stress out and like what will be the money getting out of our pocket 
So in February, when we sell our home, we like make some plan, some projection about how much money we will need to do the down payment, like that we will get from the selling of the home and to get the new one. So because a lot of people don't think of it and when they get and when they receive like the welcome taxes, the moving, the moving tax, oh my God, like because for that home, it was like $4,500, which is kind of a big amount of money if you didn't, didn't think of it. So I wanted to be sure that this was not a problem and that we have the money and that we don't stress. So we keep continue living but because those are more expenses than what we are expected in a normal life. So that's that's a thing that I uh, we did to plan that problem before it became so you you become a boxer okay you anticipate the next punch all right number two you have to get a clear picture of the problem because when you see clearly what is the problem okay you can decide to act but sometimes there's so many information around a problem and it's impossible to define what is the real problem mr gp morgan is a, a he's a bank he was a banker okay he said no problem can be solved until it is reduced to some simple form okay so you need to understand what's the reality what you need to re rationalize it okay the situation and define the reality so uh, as um, before covid so we were um very um we were let's say we were 2000 late <laughs> okay because we we saw in 2017 that we have less and less people at our meeting because before that we need let's say to a bigger room okay some uh, events we were like more than 300 350 people okay it was too crowded okay and we had more people in the, the 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 party okay we were having less people at the studio after 2017 and we were wondering what happened we didn't change our ways we keep the schedule um um so we were asking what is going on okay but the problem was not very us because we stay the same but there is more traffic there is more construction so people they don't want to let's say take the tunnel okay because there's always construction and if, if you are a uh, one hour and a half uh, you have to commute one hour and a half in your car to come to the studio you're gonna think about it okay and let's say one hour to return home it's a lot of uh, of time people are uh, stressed tired so when COVID hit, okay, we say, oh my God, we're going to lose everything. But no, for us, it was like a salvation ah, because we can reach now people everywhere, okay? We can reach them with social media and it was uh, more easy. So that way it's going, it, it's more easy to spread our mission everywhere. So I know Jean-Philippe, you have another example about uh, get a clear picture of the problem. Yes, and it, it kind of fits with the moment that we are still in right now about the New Year's resolution. Like a lot of people at the beginning of the year, like decide to make some resolutions, that, that, like they establish some goals for their life. 
And they think sometimes that just because it's the first day of the year that the numbers are changing, that magically, like all of their life will change just because they establish those goals and resolution. But just to be clear, there's nothing like very different in your life from the 31st of December and the first day of January you still have the same life. So sometimes people just think that magically, okay, because it's the beginning of the new year and they say, yes, I will change that in my life, that this will happen. Or people that always say, this year is gonna be my year, okay? We hear that so often, but really, okay, you have to dig in and really understand if you want to change, okay? look back at your year look at the beginning the middle and the last part of the year about like the area that you want to change that you want to make evolve where you want to grow so what has changed over the past year and why you are having the result right now and based on that really take the decision about what you need to change and not just wishing that magically because it's a new year that everybody will change so just understand that this is your responsibility here to really identify what are the cause okay of the consequences that you are having right now about what you want to change thank you jean-philippe uh, that's a great uh, example okay number three you have to ask questions to help you to solve problem okay so when you are a leader you work with your key people and this is important you have to uh, ask them questions to the key people so that way you are going to have more input let's say you are thinking alone at a problem and you think about that problem one week two weeks three weeks you're gonna only have one way to think the problem Okay, but if you share that problem only with your key people, not with everyone, but with your key people, let's say in 15 minutes, you're going to receive so much information, so new idea that it's going to be more easy to find an answer to that problem. Okay, so this is why it's important to ask a question. Okay, so question help us to gather information from others okay and it's going to help you to seek solution but they also enable you to understand what people think and how people feel okay before you lead them okay so first questions questions you can ask it's a the information questions okay so who knows the most about this problem who knows the most about this problem so one common mistakes leaders may make is starting to solve the problem right now okay before having all information okay they jump on into the conclusion okay so you need to ask your people their input okay so this is a better practice and i know jean-philippe you have another example for us yes i think that into our business we are doing at the beginning of the month 2080 meeting that is meeting the 20 percent of your team that actually generate 80 percent of the result so this is an opportunity to be in contact and ask the question from the from the people from the field 
what 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 are the problems that they see what are their concern and how you can help them so that is a great way a good opportunity to ask them questions and gather information to look at how you can help them at first because they are your top people and how you can also impact the rest of your team and be sure that you can also recruit new people that will get to that uh, those meeting uh, with with you because they want to um, get to the next level yes so you're so right so when you talk to the people closer to the problem so you're gonna have more information okay and um, you know better what need to be done to uh, do to uh, answer that the, the problem okay number two the experience questions so who knows what i need to know okay so i have to ask myself okay there's a problems okay i'm not the only one who's having the answer okay who is going to help me to find answer sometimes it's in the let's say in your team but sometimes it's outside the team sometimes it's a mentor sometimes it's it's going to be your upline sometimes it's going to be maybe someone in the same field as you but he is successful so maybe he can advise you okay so let's say um mentor it's good to help you for uh, that so that way you are going to have a clear vision of the problem and you're going to find uh, maybe answer in their answer okay number three the challenge question who wants to tackle this problem so tendency okay when solving problems so we say okay who can do this but we should rather think about uh, who wants to do this because when you tackle a problem okay it takes a lot of energy and who is going to beneficiary <laughs> going to be the beneficiary of that uh, um of that uh, problem and all the uh, repercussion okay so you have to uh, think twice okay who who wants to do this okay and Jean-Philippe I know you have another answer yes for actually us. when when the um like the a meeting are deciding who will be the trainer for the uh our SFL our seminar and also uh, every meeting on uh, on Wednesday and Thursday this is always the question who will it beneficiate the most who will actually get this information to do that training that is a problem that we are facing that will be able to uh, like explain it uh, like split it into information that people will get it and be able to put that in action so we all know that when we are choose to do a training the the person like the person that will actually get the most out of it is the trainer because this will you will need actually to just process the information and look at how you can transpose that and like teach people so they can put that into action. So this is the philosophy here at Les Diamants that all training is a problem. So who can benefit from it and how this person is the, the best person to transpose it to the sales force. Yes, thank you. All right, that's good. 
Okay, D, the magnitude problem. So who needs to buy in and how long will that take? Because as you know, when we want to solve problem in leadership, it's gouging where your people are, okay? What they feel, okay? Are they ready for that change, okay? Are they ready to share with you the, the, the information, okay? So how big is this issue? It's a question that you have to ask. How will people, how will people works be impacted, okay? So the larger is the impact, so you need to have more buy-in. So when people, they buy-in in your in you okay so when you have to do the some uh, changes or okay so when you have the uh, the buy-in okay it's gonna be easier even if they don't agree with that situation okay even if you, they uh, th that was not that um, the way they are going to do it uh, okay if you have the buy-in so they're going to see go uh, with you okay e the trust question have we earned enough trust to make the needed change? Just remember when we talk about the opportunity, um, when we talk about the change in our pocket, okay? We always have change in our pocket. pocket. And um, when I am acting with uh, kindness, so I am earning money, okay? When I lead people well, I'm earning money. So do you have enough change in your pocket? Okay, so that way, when you have more uh, change, you have less resistance. Okay, people will accept and change if they trust you more easily. Okay, and F, the last question is question for yourself, the personal question. Okay, what question do I need to ask myself? Okay, am I on track for that uh, change? Okay. Um, as a leader, you have to uh, to to let look at the temperature. Okay, you have to uh, feel the emotion. How am I feeling with that? How am I going to? Uh, how, how do I think about that? Okay, so that stimulate my thinking. And what do I know? Okay, my experience. Okay, so you need personal reflection, of course, to um, tackle those problems. All right, so. Today, we covered the point one, two, three. So next week, we're gonna cover the last part for how the uh, problem introduce us to opportunity. So thanks again for listening to us and we are going to see you next Monday. But tomorrow, there's going to be the podcast Hello Fear with Jean-Philippe, Maria and Marie-Pierre. All right, so thanks for watching and we're gonna see you next week.